We continue here on Warriors Vox. We'll be answering your questions in just a couple of moments. Again, Warriors VOX on Twitter. Let's go to the news of the day in the NBA. It was actually news yesterday, as in New York, the groups for Seattle and for Sacramento met with an NBA joint committee uh, to give their proposals about either keeping the Kings in Sacramento under new ownership or uh, selling it to the hedge fund manager Chris Hansen's group that will bring the Kings to Seattle and, of course, make them the Sonics. And joining us right now, Sam Amick from USA Today. And, and uh, Sam, it's really kind of a, a tough proposition. They're both great cities. They're both great NBA cities in their time. And, you know, it'd be great to have teams in both of those cities. It's going to be a, I think it's going to be a hard decision uh, for the NBA to figure out which way to go. No, I agree with you, Tim. I agree. I mean, listen, it's uh, this saga has gone on for more than two years now. You know, you, there was the Anaheim chapter where it seemed like the team was going to go to Southern California, and then obviously they thought they had an arena deal to keep the team in Sacramento uh, last February, and then this chapter, and it is. It's a tough decision and one that we didn't think was even going to get to this point when Seattle struck a deal with the Maloofs to hold on to the team or to, to buy the team. Rather, you know, it seemed like it was a, a foregone conclusion. And, and right now, I, I'm with you. I, I would probably just call it a toss-up. Um, I do think that the over time, I've, I've learned that the power of incumbency is pretty great in terms of the way the, I think the NBA looks at the situation. And I do think that if, you know, this is a, a major if, but if Sacramento can successfully convince them that uh, the arena plan that they have in place will actually come to fruition without delays, without obstacles. You know, I think that's probably the, the biggest factor here. Because I think David Stern said yesterday that now that the money is not an issue on the offer, we don't know all the specifics of how much cash is on the table from Sacramento, but to hear Stern say that the money is not an issue, that's significant. Um, but again, I, it's, uh, it's a toss-up and something the league has never seen before. You know, it's really interesting. And here, here's a... a an idea that I haven't seen anyone put down in print. I, and someone might have, and, I, and maybe I missed it. But George Maloof, according to your article yesterday, is, is saying, hey, you know, we want to go ahead with the Seattle deal. Uh, to me, can he work the room and go to a lot of the new owners, including, of course, the Warriors have new owners, the Wizards have new owners, Charlotte has relatively new owners, Memphis has new ownership, and say, you know what, hey, we voted for your sale. Vote for the sale that I want here. You know, I'm calling in my chips now because I'm I'm getting out. Can you vote for my sale here? Can he work the room that way? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, and I'm sure they are. Um, and listen, I there, I had heard you know stuff like that all along that the Maloofs were quietly campaigning, um, and even this is you know the cynic in me, but and this is you know a little bit uncouth to admit that I thought this way, but when Jerry Buss passed away and I heard that. Maloose went out of their way to go to his memorial and then heard that they had a lot of good conversations with Jeannie Buss. I'd be lying if I didn't say in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, I wonder if they, they mentioned the, the fact that she's on the relocation committee. Uh, you know, there's that stuff is going on. I just think that to piggyback on your chips analogy, I don't know if they have any chips left within the ownership circles. Uh, I don't think their name is, is uh, you know, what it was a few years ago. Uh, and I can't pretend to know all the ins and outs of all the relationships with the different owners. I just don't know how much influence it would, you know, come with 
to have those conversations. But the, the general premise that owners do, uh, you know, they, they don't want to set a precedent that uh, owners getting in other owners' way is legitimate. Um, and so, again, that goes back to why it's a toss-up. I mean, that's a real factor, but then I would probably counter that by saying what's, what's fascinating is technically Sacramento and its people and city officials and, and this group they, do, they only need eight owners. That's probably one of the more underreported parts of the story is you need a 75% approval for a sale, which means the bottom line is they've got to convince eight owners that it's worth blocking Seattle to do Sacramento. So if, if, they, get to, if they get close, do they, they lock themselves in the room? Is it going to be like white smoke or gray smoke? I mean, is it... <laughs> green smoke or purple smoke yeah yeah yeah, yeah i mean well that was the, the news of the day yesterday too was that in terms of locking themselves in the room and where's this going to go uh we thought the finish line was going to be april 18th and 19th at board of governors and and then here you have david stern admitting that this is such a complex situation that it may take a little more time um but then he was real quick to acknowledge that they can't take too much time you're talking about you know, the logistics of trying to get the team in whichever city it's going to go to for next season. I mean, there's a whole other conversation to be had about the ripple effect on the team itself. You have personnel decisions that are on hold because of this situation. You have, you know, all sorts of moving parts that aren't moving at all because the whole thing is at a standstill. So it's, it's something else. Sam, why would George Maloof... Uh, back to Seattle deal. Are, are there other reasons involved other than he feels obligated because they agreed to a bill of sale? Um, yeah, I mean, I can't. I'll give you my best educated guess. I, I wonder, first of all, this is like the not as sexy of a narrative, but maybe could, could be taking place. You mentioned the bill of sale. I haven't seen the deal with my own eyes, and you do wonder, you know, is, is any of this legal? You know, he comes out and supports the agreement that he agreed to take part in publicly, and so maybe if he's concerned at any point of getting sued, if the NBA gives the team to Sacramento, who knows, maybe the Seattle people tell him, you know, well, you didn't back us, you sat there on the sidelines, you know, pretending that you didn't make this agreement. Who knows if there's a legal component? Um, other stuff that comes to mind is, you know, the bad blood between Kevin Johnson and the Maloofs, you know, he certainly, Kevin has certainly tried to mend those fences recently and said a lot of nice things about the Maloofs publicly, but they have certainly had, you know, the worst of times for most of the time. Um, and, you know, no love lost between those two sides. I think, you know, I don't know where they're at with him. Uh, Ron Burkle, the guy who's heading up, the, he's a lead investor for the Arena Project in Sacramento, is another guy that the Maloofs have not been real shy about their distaste for him, mainly because when they didn't want to sell the team, he had come out publicly, said that he really wanted to buy it. They took that, you know, they thought that was offensive, uh, that he was coming on too strong. And, and so that's, you know, another, you know, some of the buzz that's out there is that they would prefer not to sell to the group that included him. So not sure which one of those, um, you know, leads to George doing what he did, maybe a combination of all three. Um, but it was interesting. I mean, they sat in on both meetings, but like you said, the key thing is that George sat up and, and gave this you know, somewhat impassioned plea on behalf of the Seattle group. David Stern said yesterday that there's a possibility this could go longer and past the Board of Governors meetings, which come right at the end of the season. 
Uh, do you think we're into a process where we might, you know, see this resolved in May, maybe Memorial Day? Yeah, I mean, I could see a couple of weeks getting added to it. Um, but, again, I just can't see too much. You're talking about, obviously, you know, the draft is coming in June, and pre-draft camp is, and I'm forgetting, I go every year, but, I, you know, it's, it's right in that time frame. Um, there's so much work to be done on the basketball side that, you know, all of a sudden you're going to have a team that's way, way, way behind the eight ball on doing its work. So I could see a couple weeks getting added, but probably not much more. Um, and while that seems like, you know, a, a really big deal right now, I think if you're David Stern in the league, you're obviously looking at this like this is, this is a pretty major decision. You know, they've had more relocation in the NBA than they wanted, I think that still colors their judgment a little bit. They would prefer not to have more, but, you know, it's obviously a decision that uh, whichever way it goes is, is going to last for a long time. Sam, always a pleasure to uh, chat with you. Thanks so much for the update. No problem, guys. Thanks, Tiff.